Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome to Travel Market Life. I'm Ryan Haynes and in today's episode we're going to be looking at staffing and recruitment in hospitality. As part of a mini-series we'll be speaking to specialists across the sector to understand where the challenges are and the opportunities for finding the right people to service hotels, technology and senior management positions within the industry. We won't just be looking at senior positions but we will be looking at the service levels as well as back of house operations and housekeeping. Joining me today is Eric Rogers, who is a hospitality and technology recruitment consultant. Travel Market Life. Eric, thanks ever so much for joining us and looking at staffing and recruitment in hospitality. I'd love to start with understanding where hotels are struggling to recruit staff at the moment. Well, first of all, thank you very much, Ryan, for inviting me to talk with you today. Uh, I think, although it's not my forte, I think it's very clear where hotels are struggling, and that is at the more standard level. In other words, with housekeepers, with front office staff, back office staff, um, admin type roles, they are finding it more difficult to fill them these days. Also restaurants on the F&B side of things. There just aren't enough staff available to them. The area where I cover more when we start to get in involved in hotel technology and the IT directors, they're a slightly different case insofar as when COVID hit, a lot of them went out and found roles in enterprise, in small business, effectively working outside of the hospitality. And what they found when they got there is that they left the office at five o'clock. They didn't get phone calls at two in the morning. Okay, maybe it wasn't quite as much fun as they used to have, but you know what, you can make your own fun in the evenings when you don't have to work them. I mean, you know you're not gonna get calls at you know stupid o'clock to wake you up because the, um, the key cards aren't working. So getting those guys back has proved to be somewhat of a challenge. So looking at actually the recruitment process, I mean, that's one thing where we've gone from sort of having printed CVs uh, to having all these job portals to LinkedIn. How is recruitment changing or, or what is the best method of actually recruiting people? And uh, but let's focus on your speciality here, particularly within senior leadership positions, because, you know, that today, you know, if you're looking for a quality leader with good experience, you need to know where to find them. You shouldn't be trying to put an advert on LinkedIn or on any other source. You need to use a recruiter, a headhunter, hopefully me but uh, you still should use somebody with the requisite skills. The reason is quite simple. The people that will apply for a job, they may, you may find the right person there and it may be that that person is gonna be spot on for you, but it's a limited market. You're looking at people that are actually looking for a job. The job of a headhunter, my role, is to find people that are not actually looking figure out whether they are the ideal fit for the company. And it's not just a matter of whether they have the right qualifications and whether they have the right experience. Will they actually work in that environment? Are they gonna be a success? You have to take these things into account. 
if I feel that they would, then we start to move on. And it's my job to persuade them that their future now lies with company X. It's not always that easy to do, but, um, you know, that's what yeah. I'm happy to do. No, and I, I'm, I'm sure it's quite flattering when someone like yourself approaches them and says that it seems to be perfect for a new opportunity. Um, and, I, and, I, and for you, you know, you're able to profile them a lot more, particularly with, the, with, with platforms like LinkedIn, because you can see where they've been, what they've been doing, how active they are. And I guess particularly for roles in very senior leadership positions, to be able to not notice their connections, um, how well networked they are within their industry or um, the, the, the level, the, the career and the path that they've been on will help you identify how much of a fit that they are. Absolutely. It, it is critical that they, they are able to fit in well with the organisation. And uh, yes, very much I use LinkedIn to find the right people for the roles, to approach them via LinkedIn. And uh, I think the fact that typically I will have at least a few direct connections to this, uh, to a candidate, they may be a first level connection. If they're not a first, then they almost certainly will be a second level connection. It does make my life a lot easier because at least we have, uh, we've either communicated in the past or we have a few friends, colleagues in common. So they will tend to take my call. Over the years, uh, we've had everything from, you know, having a nine to five, 40 hour working week. Uh, we've had um, flexi hours, work from home. Uh, we've had increased holidays, learning and development programs. What is attracting people today? What what are they uh, expecting as a standard? And what sort of things is, is a little icing on the cake? I think um, little icing. I mean, I, I know one company is offering unlimited holidays, and I think perhaps a few more do that as well, which I kind of can't quite get my head around. But uh, I think the answer is, so long as you're, you know, you're go you're doing well, you can take as much holiday as you like. But uh, I would always find that if I took as much holidays as I, as I might like. I might not be doing quite so well at the end of the year after all. Well, I've so, actually heard people who've um, had that opportunity actually take less holiday than the yes. standard holiday, which is, which is, I guess, you know, an interesting sort of reverse psychology there. <laughs> yes, that's the flip side of it. And um, I tend to sort of feel that if I were given in one of my previous roles, should we say, unlimited holiday, I would end up taking less holiday. I can't remember ever having taken my full holiday entitlement in all the years that I've ever worked. So just because it's now unlimited, you're hardly going to start sort of, you know, maxing it out on what sort of basis. I think um, the sorts of benefits that people look for, uh, what people like, People like new laptops. People like getting the latest mobile phone these days because it sort of resonates with them. But it depends on the age of the people. That might not necessarily be quite such a, a, a benefit for somebody uh, at a C-level role, just expectations, shall we say. But for somebody joining a company, coming out of, let's say, the hotel side and coming into the tech side, being given a brand new laptop makes you feel pretty good. Um, in terms of home office balance, this is a bit of a challenge. Quite simply, in, if you work in most 
most businesses, should we say, um, as a manager, you may end up being allowed to have so much time a week, maybe two or three days working from home. Nowadays, uh, well, always, should I should say, actually, for hotels, hotel staff have to be in because at the end of the day, their job is very much guest facing. So it's very difficult to do from a remote position. I do know some hotel IT um, departments that are moved, are moving along in the direction of actually having a couple of days a week working from home. So it has improved for hotel IT, but it will never improve for housekeeping. It will never improve for front office staff because quite simply by the very nature of their business, they do need to be there. I think the biggest benefit for them would be to understand that they can actually grow within the business. And it's one of the attractive things of our vertical that you can start off uh, in front of the hotel. I mean, literally standing in front of the, the, the hotel, sort of carrying people's bags, and you can end up being the GM of that self-same hotel 20 years down the line. So it does allow for personal growth. The particular candidate needs to take advantage of it. You know, it won't just come to you. It allows for travel. It allows for the ability to learn. If you can work opera and you can do front office or you can work um, RMS or whichever PMS you wish and you can uh, travel with that knowledge and go and spend a year in another country working in a hotel. And that's not so bad. You know, it, it gives you a chance to expand what you've done in your life wonderful eric thank you ever so much for your contributions today to the staffing and hospitality um topic that we're looking at here thank you very much for your time it's been a pleasure for more go to travel market life the music sensation by zach nelson is reproduced under license from storyblocks travel market life is a haynes marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries